five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time to Holy Half Hour. Can you tell I rehearsed this, Michael? It's, it's perfect. I carefully thought about what I was going to say. It doesn't sound at all like you're reading from a script. It's very natural. I'm very yeah. impressed. <laughs> Yeah, well, unscripted is is probably the only compliment you could say, <laughs> the only good thing you could draw out of this. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, hi. It's nice to have you with us. My name is Kieran. I am joined, as ever, by my good friend, Michael. Hi, Michael. Hi, Kieran. How are you? I am good, man. How about you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm, I'm a bit sore, to be honest. I've been doing this, uh, I was on Facebook, which is a rare thing for me. Uh, I think uh-huh. it was actually when I was doing the research for the the recent Facebook Christian groups quiz that I did in a previous episode. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I saw that um, Cancer Research were doing a 100 push-ups a day in May to raise charity for cancer research, raise, to raise money for cancer research. And uh, so I've been doing 100 push-ups for the last, as we record this, 11 days. And, oh wow! Um, and uh, yeah, um, it doesn't seem like a lot, but when you do it every single day, it kind of builds up. So I'm, I'm a wee bit tight, Kieran. A bit tight. Oh. oh man, guess how many push-ups I've done in the last eleven days? Eleven mm, hundred. <laughs> lower. Go lower. <laughs> None. <laughs> ding ding ding! Correct. Woo-hoo. Let me. Oh, I've got actually got a bell this week, Mike. Oh, nice. So let me let me give you a. Ooh. You're absolutely right. I haven't done any push-ups. <laughs> well, I I say uh, I say a bell. I've actually got a selection of bells, Michael. Check this out. Oh, check you. There you go. Are those so those uh, a... Christmas cracker bells that have a a little thing on top that you press and it rings them, or you can ring them by hand? Uh, they are they are similar bells, yes, but they're not cracker ones. Nice. Uh, sadly, that would be fun. But they're That's like cool. uh, like heavy duty, proper full size desk bells. But oh, they're wow. all coloured and for, yeah, for, yeah, you for know, my, my work with children and uh, and so on. So those sound uh, great. Yeah, I'm not, so, not going to lie. I'm feeling a little bit inadequate with my just my little old uh, correct answer bell. I feel uh, I'm feeling a little hey, bit hey. Uh, intimidated by your by your plethora of bells. Well, man, if it ain't broke, you know. I mean, your bell, your <laughs> bell is the is the iconic. It's the iconic holy half hour bell. It can never be replaced. But if you, if I were leading a quiz and you were gave a particularly bad answer, mm. then I could give you a D minor, the most ominous chord. Mm, it's nice. Uh, it to, sounds too pretty though to be to be a bad nah. answer. I think you need I to think just. You're probably right. Yeah. Maybe if you throw the bell across the room at the wall, that might be the best, <laughs> the best way to yeah. indicate. Or maybe, maybe something a bit more urgent like this. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Anyway, Kieran, you're you're all this all this talk about correct answers and whatnot, but I've just tuned in for the first time and I have no idea what what this even is that I happen to have downloaded today for no reason at all. What even is Holy Half Hour, Kieran? Good save. Well, Michael, Holy Half Hour is <laughs> is a show where uh, we talk. We have some crazy games. 
a lot of it's on a sort of Christian theme because that's our thing. We're both mm-hmm. Christians. We both uh, love the Lord and want to uh, encourage and support his people and give something fun to anybody else who happens to drop by, <laughs> I guess. Amen. So this podcast is a mix of conversation and ridiculous games and a silly song every week uh, and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, so yeah. shall we get into it? Let's do that. Nice one. Well, Michael, I believe you have a quiz for us. Am I right? I certainly do have a quiz for you, Kieran. Mm. And uh, I think you're going to like this one. Kieran, can you think of things in the Bible that are not really in the Bible? You know, like (laughs) uh, you're reading the Bible and some of it's from the original like texts and translated, but some of it's added later. Can you think of any of the parts of the Bible that are added later? Parts that are added later? Mm. So like uh, it, it, uh, words that are added in, in like a modern translation, you mean, or that sort of thing? Or No, I mean like entire parts of the Bible that you and I take for granted, but we're not actually there in the original thing. I shouldn't, I, I, I'm a teacher, Kieran, like you, and... Um, and whenever I read, read, read anything about teaching, they say, don't use the Socratic method of teaching where you're like, ask an open-ended question and hope that your student <laughs> arrives at the answer. It's both A, infuriating, and B, not at all successful. So I'm just going to tell you, you know how chapters and verses and stuff weren't actually in the Bible? You know, there was no uh, verse oh, numbers yeah. originally, and there's yeah. no chapters originally. Yeah, well, totally. Uh, there's also another thing that was never really there, and that's those mysterious headers that come that appear in the text. Ah, you know, there's just course. like yeah, it says you know the Ten Commandments just before the Ten Commandments in Exodus, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I thought I would make a quiz around those mysterious headers, Kieran, and um, this quiz is a challenge to name the book. So uh, I've <laughs> taken a chapter of a book of the Bible. And just written down the headers from that chapter. And I'm going to see if you can guess the book of the Bible that they come from. Um, and nice. I'm ver- very up for this. Bonus point if you can even have a stab in the dark of which chapter it's from. Um, so I'm going to okay. use number one as an example in case any listeners at home aren't totally sure what I'm on about. Because uh, this one shouldn't be too difficult. They're, they're going to get increasingly more difficult as we go on. Uh, okay. So, so for example, there are three chapter headings in the in the chapter of this book, and they are as follows: Nebuchadnezzar's dream of a tree. <laughs> Daniel interprets the dream. The dream is fulfilled. Now, Kieran, what book of the Bible do you think those are from? Well, I'm going to go out on a limb, Michael, and say that it's the book of Daniel. Oh. So good, Kieran. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> and and then I would say, do you want to take a, a stab in the dark at which chapter of the book of Daniel that's from? I'm going to say six, but I don't really know. Pretty close. Chapter four. So well done. Ah, so okay. that's that's the idea, Kieran. Yeah. What do you yeah, think? Got it. I like it. This All is right. fun. Sweet. All right. Well, there's five more because we're in a ministry of six questions now. <laughs> And here is number two. They're going to get a wee bit more difficult each time. So here we go. The word became flesh. John the Baptist denies being the Christ. Jesus, the Lamb of God. Jesus' first disciples. And Jesus calls Philip and Nathaniel. 
which book do you think this chapter is from? Uh, well, it's John and it's chapter one and quite a busy chapter, isn't it? Ooh. I forgot that that much happens in chapter one. Nicely done. Yeah. It is indeed John. <laughs> it is indeed chapter one. Very nice. Okay, Kieran. It's going to slightly get more difficult. Only two <laughs> chapter headings in this not quite so busy as John chapter one chapter <laughs> of the Bible. The Sabbath year, the year of Jubilee. Now, this is Old Testament law, mm-hmm. but I am not sure what book it is. So as if it's Old Testament uh, law, Kieran, how many books have you got to choose from? <laughs> uh, five? Yeah. So one in five chance. Uh, I'm going to go with Leviticus. Oh, let's see if you chose the right one. Oh, oh, nice. Nicely done. Oh, what a relief. The crowd goes wild. Excellent work. Um, any? <laughs> would you like to hazard a guess at the actual chapter from Leviticus that these are the headings are within? Uh, not a clue. 37. Hmm. 25. Oh, okay. Like, if you actually got those except for John 1, then it would be a real crazy thing. Okay, Kieran. There is a real busy chapter coming up now. So hold on to your hat. Okay. Buckle up your belt to the to the smaller loop. Here we go. Take a deep breath. Historical records from Adam to Abraham, to Noah's sons, the Japhethites, the Hamites, the Semites, the family of Abraham, descendants of Hagar, descendants of Keturah, descendants of Sarah. <laughs> Esau's sons, the people of Seir in Edom, the rulers of Edom. Those are all chapter headings within a single chapter of the Bible. This is a uh-huh. difficult one, Kieran. I don't expect you to get this, but you could do it because I know you're a smart guy. What do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's at least a couple of places where the genealogy of the people of Israel is laid out, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, so I'm uh, if memory serves, the first one is in numbers. That would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if this is from there because is it Chronicles where it's all listed again? Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to go with Chronicles. Let's say First Chronicles. Oh my goodness, Kieran. <laughs> it is First Chronicles. Excellent nice. work. Um, do you want to guess which chapter it might be in First Chronicles? Well, uh, I heard Adam mentioned there, so I'm going to go with chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> bonus bonus ding for you, my friend. Oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> Great work, Good smashing stuff. this quiz. Great work, yes. Uh, well done. Applause, applause. I'm very impressed and pleased for you. You're doing Thank great. You. You've already won the quiz, in fact. I've got two more questions. Nice. Already all over, but uh, these are victory laps, exactly. Here we go. Which book of the Bible are these headings from? The plot against Jesus. Jesus anointed at Bethany. Judas agrees to betray Jesus, the Lord's Supper. Jesus predicts Peter's denial, Gethsemane. Jesus arrested before the Sanhedrin, and Peter disowns Jesus. It's a busy chapter, which makes me think maybe it's Mark, because Mark moves along at a fair clip. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's Matthew or Mark, but I'm not really sure. And it's going to turn out to be Luke. 
after <laughs> I said this. But I'm hey, going to go with toss Mark. A, toss a mental coin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going, going, for, go with, going for Mark. Go with let's, Mark. Let's take a look. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. Is it Luke? Is it Luke? No, it was, in fact, Matthew who was your, your, second, <laughs> uh, your second instinct. Would you like to guess roughly where this is? I feel like I did pretty well there, you know. I narrowed it down to three. <laughs> so, you know, you did very well. knowledgeable me. <laughs> you narrowed it down to three out of four gospels. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nailed it. So which chapter? Yeah, which chapter? Of Matthew. Mm-hmm. How many chapters does Matthew even have? I'm surprised you don't uh, know that, Kieran. John has 21. I think Matthew has more. Mm. Uh, 24. Very close. 26. Chapter 26. Ah, okay. Okay, okay Kieran. Last question. This one's a toughie. But it's not impossible. I think you okay. may well get it. But if you don't get it, no pressure. Solomon's wives... Solomon's adversaries, Jeroboam rebels against Solomon, Solomon's death. Hmm. Well, it's very Solomon heavy. Mm. I notice. Mm. A lot of Solomon in this one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, which makes me think probably Second Kings. Mm-hmm. But then I can't remember how much of Solomon's life uh, spills over into Chronicles. Mm. Um, mm. But I'm going to say Second Kings. All right. Let's take a look. Uh, but at the same time, oh, kind of a... No, sorry. Kind of a ding? Yeah. Well, so I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to try and say I should still get the point. <laughs> but I think when, when I said that, I was actually thinking Second Samuel. But uh-huh. Second Kings came out of my mouth. Well, so that second realized. Samuel would have been wronger because it's actually uh, first okay. kings. Uh, was it wronger? Yeah, it's wronger. Yeah, I thought it picked up at the end of yeah. I thought it picked up at the end of Second Samuel because it you know, it, David's life is if ends and then you know obviously we mm. pick up with Solomon. But I thought that happened mm. in, at the end of Samuel, but it happens in Kings then. It does. But as we discussed many moons ago, when we we're talking about our facts about Samuel and Kings, you know, originally mm. Kings was one one book it was one scroll in the original hebrew and only became two scrolls when it, it was translated right. to the greek because it's too long right. in the greek to be one so you know you're kind of right it, kings is so, kings you know if i hadn't changed my answer i would have technically been correct <laughs> but i did change it so i mean you oh were well. technically incorrect either way but the spirit <laughs> the spirit of the question you were right the first time <laughs> nice well i'll take that well, uh, nice work, Kieran. Well done. You did uh, pretty well in what I thought was going to be a tricky quiz. So that was a lot of fun. On the back. Let's do this again sometime. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Same time next week. It's a date. Ooh, unlikely worship songs. Unlikely. Well, Michael, <laughs> have I got a song for you this week? Ooh, have you now? Oh, I certainly have. So, uh, Michael, as, as you know, um, Unlikely Worship Songs... Listeners, Unlikely Worship Songs is, is the point in the show where we take a moment to explore uh, a song that perhaps deals with subject matter that you wouldn't necessarily find sung in church. 
perhaps those uh, issues of church life that, you know, uh, are maybe a slightly controversial mm. or on the more comedic side. Uh, this is where we we deal with the the lighter side of worship songs and singing in church, essentially. So this week, Michael, I'm sure, like yourself, you know, in these in these difficult times that we're in, uh, we are all troubled by many deep theological questions. Mm. Um, mm. And the one that's been bugging me lately that I wanted to explore this week is. If monkeys went to church, what would they sing? <laughs> oh, no. And so, so I had a go at. Uh, <laughs> oh, a, when Kieran makes animal together. noises, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, it's always an adventure in sound. Oh, this is. I mean, I you know, not to set expectations too high, Michael, but I think that my monkey noises are better than my bird noises. For long-standing fans of the show, you'll be <laughs> familiar with me making bird sounds. But get a load of these monkey noises. Uh, I think I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised <laughs> if I do say so myself. All right. Well, uh, are you ready for me so, to hear this? See, see if you can figure out which of the two files I sent you is the relevant one. Mm, I'm going to play this one that says <laughs> monkey.mp3. <laughs> He made the monkey. He made the monkey. I know the Lord is the cleverest of all, cause he made the monkey. You can keep your fish that swim in the sea and the birds that fly in the air. Just let me see another chimpanzee. Or look, a gorilla over there. Now of all the creatures with which the world has been blessed, it's plain to see that the monkey is the best, with his big long tail hanging out in the trees. Just another day for a monkey like me. He made the monkey. He made the monkey. I know the Lord is the cleverest of all, cause he made the monkey. Now let's just admit what we know to be true. That the human's not the brightest in the chimpanzee. What's wrong with me? The man said with a frown. I said, you're peeling that banana upside down. Hey! <laughs> he made the monkey. Ah. He made the monkey. Ah. I know the Lord is the cleverest of all, cause he made the monkey. Ah. So many questions, Kieran. <laughs> Fire away. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, let me I'm just open say, to all questions at this press conference. Let me say, first of, of all, my new single. it was very funky and very funny. <laughs> However, I just want to know how it came about in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Where this thought experiment came from. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I was just thinking about, you know, those passages of scripture that talk about creation and praising the Lord. Ah, and I was yeah. thinking, you know, if monkeys were sufficiently organized to mm. get together and like do church in some form, because, <laughs> you know, as, as is well known, there are pro- probably are, you know, the closest things to people on the planet. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So, you know, they seemed like good candidates for, you know, organizing in that particular way. Yeah. So I just thought, what, 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 would they, what would they sing? <laughs> and so I came up with a sort of uh, a worship song that's fairly monkey-centric, you know. Because <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> that like, like people, monkeys, mm. if they were, you know, sufficiently intelligent and organized, mm. would probably consider themselves better <laughs> than other better than other creatures you know in the way that humans often do so i just thought yeah. i'll let that be an interesting angle I to like do. It. i like it i look forward to the episode uh, in the future where you where you write in the song where the rocks cry out and uh... yeah <laughs> hey that's a good one man and i hadn't thought of that and uh you know look out for the remix as well in a couple of weeks when i've run out of ideas <laughs> absolutely and uh then my other questions are you know how is it that the monkey has a Scottish accent? And uh, <laughs> I guess there may be a monkey from Edinburgh Zoo. Um, yeah, I, I think um, I think I was just keen to avoid, uh, you know, any sort of um, like old old Disney film type stereotypes oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that, that, that have not aged well mm. in, in regards to, um, you know, uh, animals from the rainforest and that sort of thing. I think that's very uh, wise, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was sort of uh, went for a very thick Scottish accent, mm. uh, you know, you know, uh, just to. Um... And uh, yeah, then my only other comment is: please don't write in, ladies and gentlemen, to tell you <laughs> the difference between a monkey and an ape. Um, cause, cause he knows, really. He was just pretending not to. <laughs> It had occurred to me that I was sort of lumping these uh, these creatures all into into one bracket, but you know there wasn't really there wasn't really space in in a conventional song verse to to yeah. break that down effectively. So I, I, would think, have, I feel it would have made the song a bit dull. I think it's to, okay uh, to uh, have monkeys and apes together as long as we group it together as primate praise. Then we'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Well, you know, they might have different denominations. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's difficult to say. We'll have to see what happens. Yeah. Um, it was, it was well, Earth all along. Rawr! <laughs> 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 That was mighty thirsty, and it took me eye. Daddy, why do you have an iPad? Well, Kieran, we've been squeezing a lot into recent episodes, but I thought I'd take a moment to to rehash our recent quiz. Uh, instead of a hmm this week, I thought we might do uh, an extra thesaurus worship song, because you seem to enjoy those. Um, yeah, definitely. So a couple of weeks ago, I made a quiz for Kieran where I took worship songs the names of worship songs and plugged each word into a thesaurus and then see what see what came out the other end uh, and i i've just got one for you today kieran it's quite a long one um <laughs> so yeah your job is to decipher it and see if you can find the original worship song title within this mess of words all right um, hit me and it goes like this whence buried the begetter's tenderness for human species <laughs> Uh, one more time for, for those at uh, the back. Whence buried the begetter's tenderness for human species? Now, if you're playing along for the first time uh, for with a thesaurus worship song, number one, where have you been? Uh, and number two, the best thing to do is to take a word and think of 
the other words that it could be. So, for example, buried the begetter's tenderness might be key for this one, Kieran. Mm. Mm. What are you thinking? Well, uh, went means uh, when? Mm. Is that... You get some funny closest... things. You get some funny things when you when you put a preposition or yeah. a, or a other similar type word into the thesaurus. So, I maybe yeah, wouldn't yeah. focus so much on that, other than to know that it might ah, be okay. a questioning word, for example. Ah, okay, okay. Buries the begetter's tenderness. Buried the begetter's tenderness. Buried the begetter's tenderness. <sighs> this one's a, a puzzler, Michael. What's a begetter? Uh, a giver? Oh, someone, no, a getter. Uh, no, someone who begets somebody else. Uh, a father, a dad. Ah, father, okay. Another word for tenderness? Um, love. Mm, so something the father's love for human uh, species. Who's the human buried species? Buried the father's love. What would buried be? If you bury something, where do you put it? Yeah, underground. <laughs> do you put it shallow under the ground? Oh, how deep the father's love for us. <laughs> well, thanks for all your help, Michael. Couldn't have done it without you. That was I a tough really one. Couldn't that was have. A tough one. I would have been there for a long time puzzling that out. <laughs> I think I, well, I'm going to bring pen and paper the next time we play yeah, this game. Yeah, you might need to. You might need to. <laughs> it's more like a cryptic crossword clue at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good thing there's only one this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, totally. No, it's more, more, more Michael, more I would, uh, I would happily do this on a well, regular basis. I, I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll continue cycling some of our recurring segments uh, yeah. each week and, yeah. and change up a little bit so uh maybe we'll revisit thesaurus worship in the future we'll see nice one the top 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 three 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 it's time everybody for the top three Woo. if you are new to the show the top three is a segment where michael gives me three words that are found in the bible mm-hmm. and i have to rank them in order of how frequently they're found in the bible now, you've been doing these on themes, Michael, and I believe yep. lately we've been doing rhyming words. Yeah, um, we're still on rhyming you, you, words. We're still on rhyming. Okay, lay it on me then. What are All our right. words for this week? Our three words this week from the New International Version of the Bible are love, dove, and above. <laughs> Wasn't that one of my uh, off-the-top-of-my-head ones I came up with last <laughs> week? Do you remember that humorous segment where I just threw out some really rubbish ones not that i'm saying that one's rubbish i just mean that both hurts my feelings and uh (laughs) (laughs) no genuinely it's i'm not saying that it's rubbish it's a good one i told you i was furiously writing Uh, down all of the words you you said (laughs) wow so yeah love dove and above how many times do they appear in the new international version of the bible can you rank them successfully here well, I'd li- I want to. I want to believe that love comes out on top. Mm-hmm. That that is the most frequently used word. Um, so I'm going to go with that, and then I think probably above next, and then dove almost certainly last. So right. I think love above dove. 
Cool. You happy with that? You're going to lock it in? Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, let's take a look at the sound effects department. They're smiling in the booth. Hey! Nice one. You're doing very well today, Kieran. That's right, love does come out on top. 533 mentions in the Bible, well, the New International Version, above 143, and then Dove, 23. So, yeah. Okay. Quite a lot of doves then. Yeah, more than you'd think. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, totally. Not as many as are in my church roof at the moment, no. Really? And well, doves up there. Pigeon. <laughs> Pigeons. The, yeah. uh, the dirty dove, as they're also known. <laughs> well, uh, I've never heard anyone call a pigeon a, d- a dirty dove, but uh, hey, maybe my, they will uh, now. My colleague and good friend Mark um, has a thing about doves and they're he's kind of had a bit of a a spiritual um like god has used them in his spiritual growth and he often right. often mentions that we're one of the only languages that have a different word for dove and pigeon and then most oh. languages just have one word for both because they're basically the same it's just that one is yeah you know bred to be white and, and one is not so right you know, right as, as far as i understand it so yeah, yeah dirty dove it is huh interesting Bible facts coming at ya with some Bible facts. Michael and Kiaran with some Bible facts coming at ya with some Bible facts. Michael and Kiaran with some Bible facts. So, Michael, you have a Bible fact for us this week. I do, from the book of Amos. Amos, we are, we are yeah. fair getting through the Old Testament at this rate. I'm very impressed with us, Kieran. We're doing well. We're doing yeah, well. Going yeah. at a fair clip. Oh, yes. Very nice. Hi. Um, well, Amos, as I'm sure you know, um, was not a priest or a scholar. He was, in fact, a businessman. He owned flocks and fig trees, and uh, he was from Judah, uh, the southern kingdom, but he was called to minister mm-hmm. and prophesy to the northern kingdom of, of Israel. And um, he was kind of chiefly concerned with Israel's hypocrisy, um, that they were offering sacrifices and practicing the rituals of worshipping Israel's God, Yahweh, but they were ignoring his commands, they were worshipping other gods, and they were particularly ignoring the poor, and they were ignoring injustice that was happening, practicing all kinds of moral corruption uh, that went against God's commandments to them. And it's actually a really good book to read. Obviously, there's poetry in there. There's prophecy. But it's um, it's really interesting to see, uh, to be reminded of the ongoing theme of, of the Hebrew scripture of social justice. You know, it's a big thing. Earlier um, in our in our in our quiz of the Bible headings, you know. Uh, in Leviticus 25, the year of Jubilee, these things, these these ways of resetting debt, of 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 uh, releasing the captives, were were hard baked into God's plan for His people. You know, He His love for justice and His need for integrity is central to who God is. And people think that you know, the Hebrew Scriptures are archaic or or they're you know they 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 don't care about justice but actually throughout 
the Hebrew scriptures. There's so much about justice. And Amos is a really great reminder as we get into the lesser prophets, just how important that is to God. So the fact today is that, but also the sensationalist fact is that God hates religion, Kieran. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to There's read. your headline. <laughs> There's your headline. Uh, so I'm going to read from Amos 5.21 onwards. It says, I hate, I despise your religious festivals. Your assemblies are a stench to me. Even though you bring me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Though you bring choice fellowship offerings, I will have no regard for them. Away with the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the music of your harps, but let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream. Do you bring me sacrifices and offerings, 40 years in the wilderness, people of Israel? You have lifted up the shrine of your king, the pedestal of your idols, the star of your God, which you made for yourselves. Therefore, I will send you into exile beyond Damascus, says the Lord, whose name is God Almighty. Um, maybe one of the slightly more well-known parts of Amos there, but just that really straightforward God saying, look, you can have all the festivals, you can bring all the burnt offerings, you can, you know, make all the songs, you can do all that, but unless you're letting justice roll on like a river, unless your Mm. righteousness is like a never-failing stream, then it's nothing to me, you know? And I think it's important to remember that as Christians, we're not called to religious acts without integrity. You know, there's that famous New Testament verse that says, faith without deeds is dead. It's not that we are justified or saved by what we do, but because we are saved by Christ, we should act accordingly. We should uh, produce fruit in keeping with repentance, you know, We should not just do religious things without the integrity of living a life that is actually reflecting what we believe. We shouldn't be doing religious things without being open to God. We shouldn't be doing religious things without prioritizing God and prioritizing worship and prioritizing relationship. And um, those are all kind of fairly well-known things to Christians today. But sometimes we think that's a lot, that's really a New Testament narrative. But actually, it's throughout the entire scripture. So, yeah, today's, uh, today's fact from Amos is that God hates religion, but that he does desire relationship uh, with us. And he desires for our lives to be changed by that relationship so that we can be agents of change, agents of justice, agents of truth, agents of love in the world around us. And uh, and it's a challenge because I don't know about you, Kieran, but I definitely don't work as hard as I probably could to advocate for justice in every circumstance that I find myself in day to day. Same. Yeah. Yeah. No, appreciate uh, appreciate you sharing that, Michael. And um, yeah, beautiful image of uh, justice flowing like a river. Mm-hmm. And um, there's just there's just something about that sort of pure elemental force and the way that scripture frames it in those terms, you know, that justice yeah belongs to God and comes from God Mm. and we can be uh you know his hands and feet in this world to on some level administer that justice by you know trying to right wrongs where we see them and that kind of thing um but we are also uh you know 
it's only it's only a drop in that river, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, which is not to minimise the importance of doing it, but to say that it's a, a great hope and encouragement that you know justice ultimately rests with God, and and He will ultimately set all things right, mm-hmm. um, as He's as He's said He will do. So that's a wonderful uh, wonderful hope and encouragement. But yeah, appreciate your appreciate your thoughts there, bro. No worries. Well, folks, thank you for joining us this week. We appreciate you. We appreciate you listening, whether it's your first episode with us or your, I don't know, whatever number we're on. Maybe you've listened to them all. <laughs> I've lost count. Go back even and though, download them all right now and listen to them back absolutely. to back without sleeping. Absolutely. Even though we counted them two weeks ago, I've already <laughs> forgotten what the number was um, because I never leave this booth where we make the podcast. This is my whole life. What do you do with the other 23 uh, and a half hours a day? I think about this podcast and <laughs> then an hour before it starts, I frantically prepare material for the podcast. Uh, it doesn't show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait till you hear next week's song. Oh boy. Uh, but hey, we appreciate you folks. Um, you can find us on social media uh, at Holy Half Hour. You can visit us at holyhalfhour.co.uk and um, we would love to have you join us in future. And thank you, Michael, for hosting with me today. Thank you, Kieran. It was a lot of fun. Likewise. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>